Of this season, yeah, yeah, this season. I don't think we're just gonna stop. But we right are. There. We are just gonna. Thank you very stop. much. Yeah, but well, what about doing it over over the summer for the Euros, or maybe we'll see. But possibly. But Danny, first, I've got a question for you. Yeah, great. Oh, really? I wonder what it could be. Do you have no idea? No, I'm not. What? What could it be? We've had some interesting conversations today. I wonder where I could lead with this question. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. But Daniel, what? What is football? Football is a fantastic opportunity to kick a ball in a net. That might be the best description yet. Thanks so much, man. That's it. It's all right. Yeah. Just cool. an opportunity, mate, to kick a ball in a net. Kicking a ball in a net. Kick it right in the net. So, Connor, what what was your favourite game of the weekend? Oh. Last, we- last weekend, sorry. What was what was the one that stood out for you? Uh, obviously, when you were really paying attention, researching for this podcast to make sure it goes really smoothly. Because in the past couple of weeks, when you've researched, it's gone gone fantastically well, hasn't it? I I wouldn't say that. Mm. Mm. I did do research one episode, and it went it went really badly. Oh okay. Well, my, I'd say my favorite game was one of them. Yeah, just one of one of the games. Just one. So one where someone kicked a ball and they went one nil up and stayed there. Well you must be talking about the Manchester United Norwich game. Because <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes, what happened. That is exactly the game <laughs> I was thinking of. Um that was when uh Man United scored in the second half. Um it was uh, Juan Mata who Wayne Rooney went through on goal and um, he kind of messed up. He was one on one with the keeper, or he kind of near there or thereabouts, and he messed it up. And I thought the chance had gone. But is he... uh, Wayne Rooney getting confused again? He's like, should I be in net? Should I... I feel weird around here now. Maybe I should just mess it up, not should... score. Yeah, it's like he forgot not to score. But he had to. Because he, he was trying to save. <laughs> he had to. Yeah, maybe. Uh, he had the time and the wit to, to turn it around and give it to uh, give it to uh, Juan Mata. Um, for that game, I guess we're going to jump straight in. on the t- topic of Manchester United. They won against Norwich and um, they lost, didn't they? They lost against West Ham at the last of a game at the bowling ground. At the bowling ground. Bowling. So Upton Park is also called bowling ground. So it was the last ever game at the uh, bowling ground, the Upton Park. Um, Why is it being demolished? They're moving into the Olympic Stadium. Oh. Because playing uh, West Ham playing East London. Ah, right. Had this conversation before. We have. Um, and yeah, I think 
for then, you know, United, they edge past Norwich, who are now definitely relegated, and we'll talk a little bit about relegation um, later in the podcast. I'd love to have a little bit of a conversation about relegation. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to do. Mm. Um, and it was after Man City's result against Arsenal, where we, we kind of slipped up and drew only 2-2. Um, how, do you, how do you think we slipped up? It was a banana skin. Brilliant melon peel. <laughs> it wasn't a banana skin. Um... Well, let me. I don't know, I'll finish talking about Manchester United and I'll talk about Man City. So, uh, and they went to West Ham on a a beautiful Tuesday clear night. Um, their coach got bricked. What do you mean he got bricked? It be, well, like bottled. So as they shit, did he get knocked out or something? So no, 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 not the not uh, the coach. I'm sorry, I meant like the bus. Oh right. Okay. Bus. <laughs> so it was there's um a famous street near West Ham's ground called Green Street. You might remember the um, Elijah Wood uh, hooligan movie named after it. Uh, I do. mid noughties So uh, United's bus Terrible was going film. down uh, Green Street. and um, Is that the uh, the one where they had the bubble song or something? That's West Ham, yeah. That's bubble. Oh, I'm forever blowing bubbles. <sighs> Fucking hell, that film was um, shit. And, uh, swearing. Um, and yeah, so this the bus was going and everyone was just lobbing whatever they could just bottles uh kickoff got delayed and they were interviewing uh, david sullivan who's a co-owner of west ham okay and without any hint of irony they asked him what he was going to miss about the current stadium that they're in when they're going to move and he said he's going to miss the family atmosphere <laughs> and he he totally meant it and I'm just like what you just there's been like hooligan there was videos of um west ham fans inside the ground at one point, this guy, there was like a shopping trolley in there. He was just smashing it. Just Why was the shopping trolley? Don't know. They um, they were like throwing bins around and just being like making up songs like, throw a bin over our heads. And it's like someone smashing something. It was, it wasn't great. It was as if they knew their ground was getting demolished and they were, they were trying to help out. You know, just like they get started. Fine. But a brilliant community. But we have to say the game, the game itself was fantastic. Was it? What a end-to-end game! Uh, what do you mean by end-to-end game? So a team, you'd it'd be down at, near one net um, at one point, and then oh, so it'd literally go from one end, end to the yeah, other yeah, straight end. up oh, okay, end, a lot of chances, yeah, yeah. and it was topsy turvy because West Ham went ahead, and then United, Man United, scored two, so they were ahead. And then in the uh, the last 15 minutes, West Ham got two goals um, and turned it back around. Then So it was like 1-0, then it was 2-1 to United, and it ended up being 3-2. Um, effectively, unless Man City slip up against Swansea, it effectively means that Manchester United have, without hope in their Swan- Champions League Swansea game. Swansea are on a, a really good roll at the moment. Yeah. I have no idea whether they played well. When did they last play? Do you want to talk about Swansea, mate? Um... I'd love to, but I can't load anything. So let's. Well, I'll I'll uh, I'll walk you through it anyway. So that was that's you know the weekend with United at Norwich and then uh, the fantastic scenes at Upton Park for the last game there. West Ham winning three two, um, and it has an effect on because City only drew against Arsenal, which again was another one of a really a really fantastic end to end game. Uh, poor defended on show, I have to say. Um, but some of the attacking players. Was there some poor defending not on show? Or is it just all on show? All on show. All on show. Yeah, some really bad defending. Amazing. Um, and what that means is that there's a 
there's three points between City and West Ham. There's two points between oh, City really? and United. So on the final day, the only thing that's yet to be decided is who gets that Champions League spots. Um, and anything could happen, but you'd expect City to beat Swansea, even though they last weekend they beat West Ham 4-1. Swansea did. Um, they, honestly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't find that much. It was on the Saturday the 7th of May. Fucking hell. So they, they, go, from, they go from beating Liverpool 3-1 to beat in West Ham. Yeah. 4-1. Yeah. Swansea going to smash it, mate. Well, they're not sure if they're going to offer Amazing them, mascot. Them. <laughs> mascot. Um, so, yeah. So, I think that was one that I want to talk about. We're going to... I'll mention it because I have to. So, you know, you're fa- familiar with Aston Villa. So, we're going to talk about relegation now. Um, and you had Newcastle playing West Aston Villa. Right. Could not score. Nil-nil. Newcastle could not score against the worst team in in the league Jesus um, and Sunderland got a fantastic 3-2 win against Chelsea which okay I know Chelsea have had a bad year but don't forget they were, this is the same squad that were champions last year for Chelsea Sunderland fighting relegation yeah. amazing 3-2 um, and because Norwich got beat off United as I said that kind of that all went into uh, the midweek game which Sunderland played um, against Everton who were basically just well Everton have sacked their manager now after this uh, but Sunderland went and beat Everton 3-0, which means that they're the ones who finally beat the relegation. So it's confirmed now Norwich, um, Newcastle and uh, Aston Villa are going to go down to the Championship next year and they've been relegated. Really interesting matches. Really I'm, good. I'm looking at these... Uh, I'm doing my research live, yeah. listeners. Yeah, like, just... I'm, 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 doing it, I'm doing it live. <laughs> Yeah, there seems to be some really interesting game. It was really interesting on the Wednesday because you had Sunderland who were beating Everton and Norwich at that point still weren't definitely down and they ended up beating Watford 4-2. But it was just Watford. Yeah. Uh, but it was all that effort for them that ended up just going to waste and yeah, that's it, they're down. But for me, Norwich have been a team that have lacked a little bit of identity this year. They've played consistently fairly poorly, like all yeah. the time. Um it's really annoying that, you know, they've drawn against a couple of people, but there's not been any too much of a shock results. And I don't think, I don't think the league's going to miss them. Like, but massive club like Newcastle, the the ground holds 50, 52, 54,000 people. Um, and they're famous for having a lot of good players over the years. And it's, it's kind of sad to see, see yeah. them go down, along with Aston Villa, who again, probably the biggest club in Birmingham. Um, yeah, but it was amazing. Birmingham. It was amazing to see Sunderland and the atmosphere in the ground was great on the Wednesday. Mm. Um, and I think it's good. You had Sam Allardyce, who's, who's a bit of a What's bit of an Allardyce. Brilliant name. Where do you think he's from? Sam Allardyce. It's uh, Samuel Allardyce. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Spain. West Midlands. Brilliant. <laughs> Sam Allardyce. He famously, he always says that um, if he was called Sam Allardyceo, Allardyceo, people would think he was a better manager. But <laughs> like, yeah, he, he really fancies himself as like a top class manager. He's, he's managed some good team. He used to manage Bolton. Oh. Quite famous for managing Bolton uh, about 10 years ago. You seem really interested by that, interested by that fact. And I just couldn't care less. Couldn't I care just, less. Just because I knew that you'd know where Bolton was. Um <laughs> And he was, he was like, he was like, after the match, he was going up to the crowd. He was like flexing his muscles and taking off his suit jacket and things. More of those managers. 
Um, I want to see more. I want to see like cop, uh, clop. You want to see clop? Yeah. I want to see clop like going against Van Gaal. Van Gaal. Yeah, I just want a fist fight. Who do you think you? Oh, okay. I don't... Who do you honestly think could win in a fist fight between Louis Van Gaal and Jurgen Klopp? And obviously, for our future, for listeners looking listening to this on, on the archive, you know, in the FFL, this is a common thing that managers fight each other. But between uh, these these current days, I think Klopp. Do you think he'd he'd be really street with it? Because he's quite wiry as well. He's quite. T- he's, I think I reckon. I've seen I've seen those, gif- those gifts when he's celebrating. Yeah, yeah, he yeah he's got some reach. <laughs> Um, I think I think Van Gaal. Really? Do you know what I think Van Gaal? I think he's the kind of guy you go straight in with his head. Oh, you know, start with a head. Yeah, ball. straight in with the head. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's kind of oh, interesting. Mm. We'll, might I do that every now and again? Just two managers, like two managers. Yeah. <laughs> um, where was it? So just to round up, so relegation. So so that's it. So yeah, you got you got those three going did, down. Did, just like I'm going to do a little interview here, Danny. Okay, cool. I want to interview you. Yeah. You were very excited for these relegations. Yeah, yeah. Um, you really were looking forward to these games, and I was indifferent, as I am with all football. Um, how did you find them? What was your what was your favourite game? Uh, the uh, the team the teams that played. Mm-hmm. Their last matches, so Aston Villa, Norwich, and Newcastle. Which of their last matches before getting relegated did you did you enjoy the most? I think at one point when Newcastle beat Crystal Palace and Andros Townsend scored a great goal, um, and it, at that time it looked as if Newcastle might do the unthinkable and actually stay up. Yeah. You guys, Rafa Benitez. Um, and then Newcastle, I'd probably mention between that and Newcastle going to Liverpool and drawing 2-2 from being 2-0, 2-0 down. Um, really interesting. Yeah, I love when those relegation teams seem to get a bit of momentum. Yeah. And there's that whole kind of feel-good factor and it's like, yeah, we can do it. Obviously, it didn't happen for Newcastle, but it did happen for Sunderland. Um, Same city, so... Nope. No? Separate places. They're right next to each other, though. I think they're a bit further away than most people think, including myself, before I, I looked at a map. You said map incredibly... Aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, okay, cool. What, what should we move on to now, Daniel? Um, I just want to mention, so, yeah, last weekend, um, Everton went to... Uh, basically, Everton crashed Leicester's party um, and turned in one of the limpest, most pathetic performances I've seen it so Leicester obviously won the league when yeah. Chelsea uh drew against Tottenham the week before and you can imagine that we I was watching footage of Leicester players and they were already having a party when that had happened yeah and I, so I saw all those videos on Facebook Leicester have obviously been a team that have just been on the piss for an entire week just going out getting drunk and they turned up and Everton looked like they were the hungover one. They looked as if they couldn't be bothered. Uh, they've always stopped playing for their ex-manager now because Martinez has been sacked. Um, and I said it right at the beginning that we did this podcast. I went out there on a limb and I said that Roberto Martinez is a failure. I don't even remember me saying that. I remember because I think it might be one of the first times I'd heard you be very critical. Well, I think you have to be critical because with Everton... What 
the players that they've got in terms of Ross Barkley, Romelu Lukaku, uh, Kevin Morales, um, you've got uh, one of the best fullbacks in the country with Seamus Coleman, and they should be doing better than what what they have done. And testament to that is teams like Leicester, who you know people can say, well, what about money? They haven't got much money. Do you need a new ground? No, no, no. You you can see now that if you have a good team spirit, if you have the right tactics and you don't play silly football, and you actually play within the parameters of what you've got, you can do really well. And Martinez, he just absolute he's about as good as Pellegrini at organising the defence, which is bad. Um, and it's no wonder that he's been sacked. Roberto Martinez, can I just point out, he's a nice man. Lovely man. I really, I, is he him, another Klopp? No, he's, he's kind of... Is he of, not as cool as Klopp? No, I wouldn't say he's as cool as Klopp. But he's a very positive guy, and he comes across very well, and I the don't... Di- have, the distance between... Sunderland. Have you been looking into Sunderland Newcastle? How many miles away is it between the two places? Seventeen miles. So that's about the same distance between Stockport and Bolton. Still both in Manchester. Fair point. Mm. I was just gonna finish my rant about Roberto totally Martinez. Um, so yeah, just you know, if he's if he's listening to this, and I, I reckon he will. I think he. I think Martinez. He, is, I think one, he's a fan of what is, he, is, is he one of our ten listeners? Yeah, I reckon so. Um, <laughs> So yeah, you know, I think he's a nice guy, but he should have he should have done better. Should have done better with Everton. Uh and now you have Manuel Pellegrini being heavily linked with the Everton job. Anyway, uh one of the things that I want you to look at um later anyway is Is it more Google Maps? No, no, no. They had um Oh, what's the opera singer called? Bicelli. But he's a blind opera singer basically. And he, he sang as the Leicester players were, were coming out. Uh, right, and okay. Ranieri was stood next to him on the platform because they were getting the trophy lifted that day but this was before the game so Claudio Ranieri the Leicester manager was stood next to him crying because it was so beautiful and the flags were going and at one point Leicester fans started singing over it like just like the champion is and all that and he he was on the big screen with his hand up he's like no no listen you listen to beautiful music and this Bocelli there was like that'd make a couple of really nice moments at at matches because after after last week's episode, um, it was the Liverpool game, and it was the was it the first game after the Hillsborough Hillsborough inquest, you know, yeah, where truth and justice have got out. What a lovely moment, like on a pitch, like, and and they won that game against uh, Villarreal, and Liverpool are through to the Europa League final now, so they'll be playing in Basel um, versus Sevilla, who've won it three times in a row. I hope um, Liverpool lose, but. What a lovely moment on a pitch. Lovely moment. And lovely guy, Klopp. I don't know. Lovely I don't... man. Lovely man. Great. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, and then Leicester were finally crowned champions that weekend. They lifted the Premier League trophy, which, again, uh, early on today. What What do you think is going to happen next season? 12th. 12th? Yeah. Is that what you're going for? Not even, like... I think they'll do better in the Champions League than people think if they keep their players. Yeah. Um... And I think they'll be so distracted with being in the Champions League for the first time ever that they'll lose the odd match, like every yeah. you know every other match. People won't notice it as much because they'll be in the Champions League, and then they'll just slide down the table. It'll be twelfth, and then after that season, they'll sell all of their best players, and uh, you'll never hear of Leicester again. <coughs> I reckon that's going to blow up in my face. That actually, that's a really at least not for twenty years. Do you think they're just going to pull? I think they'll probably pull a Chelsea, not as low, play quite well. Not brilliantly. Yeah. I just... Because they're going to make an effort well, to keep those players. They're going to give them more money, aren't they? More money and, you know, probably 
I'd say for the players that are there at Leicester, it might be better for them to do one more year in a place where there's not as much pressure. Yeah. And they can play free like they have been doing. Whereas if you, as soon as you move to a top club, all of a sudden there's pressure to perform and they'll probably have to move for big money. So it might be better for them to stay there. Um, and, I, you know, it's really unlikely that they'll do anything again. But it was one of the most unlikeliest things ever that they actually won the Premier League and they, they did it. So. Lots of people won a lot of bets. I wish, I wish. Even if I had put a bet on in, say, November, December... I bet the bet the, the odds would have been really decent still, like two hundred and fifty to one, maybe not yeah. five thousand, but still decent wedge. I should have just done it. We should do that at the beginning. When's the next Premier League start? August. August. Mm-hmm. We'll probably start a bit later than that, but um, we should we should put our bets on. Yeah. We should do a catch up episode when we when we when we start again. Absolutely. Um, so for me, I think I've covered relegation. I've covered the top of the table. Um, I think I'm happy to probably just move on to move on to predictions now. Um, I I would like to do a um, yeah predictions, but I'd like I'd like to know your general opinion of this this Premier League, the 2016 Premier League. Yeah. How have you how have you found it? Well, I'll probably do this a little bit more next week after the final game. Yeah, but um, they don't really matter. We no, know what teams have been relegated. Know what teams won. We know what teams have won. Just don't know which teams are definitely in the Champions League spots. And that only matters to you because City's, City's on the arse end of it. City probably... No, City's... What? We're in fourth. Yeah. So you mean they're like they're the most likely ones to, to not make it? Not that they're the most likely. They're ba- They're like... It's like the Newcastle Sunderland thing. Yeah, it's like like they could they yeah. they could be not in it. Um, what do I think about this season? I think well, obviously it's been it's been the most unexpected season probably in live of Premier League history for yeah. sure. Um, there was another time instance where Nottingham Forest in nineteen seventy eight got promoted one year and then the year after they won the 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 top top league. Interesting that you're talking about Nottingham Forest all of a sudden. Amazing. Okay. What a weird. 1978. Yeah, I did, I did some research. Did you do, you did some research on games from 1978 just to see if if it because this season's been mad like with Leicester just to see if anything similar had ever happened before. That's the most recent one that I could see. Got promoted the year before and then ended up winning the league. Amazing. So, um, it's been a weird one for English football. I think in terms of the the major clubs. In terms of Manchester United, Manchester City, Arsenal, Chelsea, are the ones that you'd most expect to kind of do well, both in Europe and in the league. I've done poorly and not not lived up to expectations. Yeah, Arsenal have had the same season that they've had for the past I don't know in ten years, dude. Where they start off okay, get really good in the middle of the season, and then fall away. Like every single, I can remember at least for the last three years, they've had really similar seasons where people talk about them as title contenders and they just bottle it every season. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, that was weird because last year they they won the Premier League and the Capital One Cup. Did they lose players? No, they. what happened was Jose Mourinho is a, an amazingly uh, decorated manager. Um, lost the plot and he lost the dressing room they stopped playing for him and he lost his job <laughs> ultimately yeah. and that was just after a summer where he said he was he was looking to be at Chelsea for the next 10 years and build a dynasty I hope uh, he's got enough savings y- yeah he's he's okay mate 
Yeah. It'll be it'll be all right. It'll probably be managing Manchester United next year. Do you think year. it's sponsors? No. Should we should we email just all all the managers of all the Premier League teams? Just for a little sponsorship. Do you want to just chuck us ten grand, which is like a drop in the bucket? Mm. If anybody wants to chuck us ten grand, like ace, feel free. We'd really like that. We'll buy some kit with it. We'll probably get a lot of pizzas. Seventy nine p. It's the life we live. What do you think about this? Well, this this Premier is my um, first ever Premier League. Yeah, like <laughs> you got. Yeah. You, I think. As well, we'll talk about your journey next week, actually, which would be right, okay. pretty fun from where you started off and what you know now about football. But yeah, so what? But this, in terms of the league specifically, you know, rather than you, um, I think it's it. It's been interesting because I I obviously have um, somewhat of an outsider view, but now I understand quite a lot. Not a, not a massive amount, but I I can now get through a conversation about football, yeah. which. Previously, wasn't um, I wasn't capable of doing, and it's been interesting seeing all the people who are just gen- genuinely surprised by Leicester, mm-hmm. um, I th- and it's 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 just nice seeing that a team that hasn't really done anything can surprise the world. Yeah, yeah, and the whole the whole world is the whole world, even America. America, Leicester, <laughs> Leicester City, no foxes, Leicester foxes, <laughs> Leicester City urban foxes. Jesus. Um, but yeah, you know you yeah, got stuff it, like MBSC and I'm actually, and don't tell people who like to have in depth conversations with me about football. Mm-hmm. Which still bore me to death, mm. but I am very much excited for the next Premier League. I'd really like to see. See what And happens. I'm fully gonna put a pound on every single team, because I want. Who 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 are coming up from like? So this is yeah. good. So next season, uh, we have uh, definitely Burnley. Right. Uh, shout out to Matthew Winkley, who's a long-time listener. Uh, also shout out to Chris Brewer. Um, yeah. Who's, what, what was his quote? His quote about Manchester United versus West Ham was uh, bullshit. Yeah, exactly that. That's it. That's yeah. just one word. Uh, so Burnley, who um, were in the Premier League last season, got uh, but they kept the same amount of same players. Maybe had had a couple. Kept the same manager. Just bounced back straight up, playing great football in the Championship. Middlesbrough used when I was growing up, they used to be a Premier League team pretty regularly, but uh, regularly, reggae uh, regularly. Um, and they've, I think they've been out of it for about six or seven years now. So they're up. Um, and then you have the playoffs. So the season's not over for the championship. Okay. So now third, fourth, fifth and sixth places. The third team will play the sixth place and the fourth and fifth will play each other in, okay. the, champion, in the championship playoff semifinals. And that's the one just below the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and the winners of that will go through to the final at Wembley. One-off game. Uh, they call it like the billion pound game or something, right? Um, where uh, the winner of that gets a gets an extra promotion place. So those games are lovely to watch because it's everything's riding when, on that one. When are those game. matches on? Um, it'll be soon this weekend. I don't know. I feel like the semi finals will be it has to be really soon because the season gets wrapped up by June. So yeah, yeah. little little finality uh, thing there. So yeah. Um, so that's it, and I think it'd be really interesting to see one of those teams, maybe not pull a Leicester, but climb up, climb up the table. Well, 
because of what happened with Leicester, Bucky's odds, uh, they'll never have it as long odds as before. So yeah. the the biggest odds on a team to win uh, the league is Burnley with £2,500 if you put on £1. Well, I'll be putting on a pound on every team, Daniel. A pound on every, every single team. team. Because I'm pretty sure I'd make my money back. Mm. No? Don't know. Well, literally, the, the whole rule book is over now. What are like, the odds on Leicester? They still mm, can't be too high. Nah, they won't win it again. No, 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 but like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's next season. Um, in terms of previewing uh, next week's games, probably the only ones that really matter are the ones for the third and fourth place. Um, so Which are City and Arsenal. You've got City and Arsenal. Um, so City are playing Swansea away. Um, but Swansea are going to be resting their captain, their goalkeeper, and their main creative midfielder because it's before the European Championships. Right. So... Um, they have been doing quite well. But they've got nothing to play for and City really have to win this game to get into Champions League next year. More for reason for Swansea just to win. <laughs> just to tip it, just for no reason, <laughs> just like... To go up, what was it? 3-1, 4, just 5-1. <laughs> yeah, just, just keep on to, adding a goal. Yeah, just like, that's how easy it is for Swansea. Um, Arsenal, who are above City, um, by a couple of points, is it? Three, uh, three points. Yeah, three points. Um, they're playing Aston Villa at home. <laughs> so they have to win. Um, like, United, yeah, if they lose oh, that match, man. Mental. <laughs> um, you've got United who are playing against Bournemouth at home. So I'd say United will probably get one of their stuffy one 0 wins against a lower, lower place team. Yeah, Leicester and Tottenham are pretty secure at one and two, aren't they? Well, Leicester, yeah. Yeah, Leicester fully. Um, Tottenham... If, they're on 70. Well, if Tottenham lose, and they're playing against Newcastle away, so I can't really see Tottenham losing Definitely unless not. they're Harry just... Definitely not. Harry Kane through them. But if they did drop points or draw, Arsenal end up in second. Okay. So that would, that would be a bit of a fall from grace for Tottenham, especially if they've had a good, good year. They've had a really good season. And then the other team who can get into fourth place is West Ham, um, who are on 62 points, so... They've been playing randomly, though. Well, they can't... Actually, they can't get in fourth place because I've just had a look at the goal difference. They would have to win by more than 15 goals. Oh, so yeah, that's not... That's, that's not just not that. So it's between City and... If United. that happens, though... Kudos, amazing. they deserve it. If, yeah. yeah. If that happens, we should eat a pizza that has a curry on top of it. <laughs> just because that'd be... That'd be as insane. Yeah. 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 Next week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, fine, I'm fine to bet on that. Um, so yeah, I'd say oh, for me, United are definitely going to win against Bournemouth. Yeah, City should win against Swansea. Well, all City have to do is not lose. Are they um, resting any players or anything? Or are they full team? Who? See, we, we should. Be, we've got nothing else to do. No, should be playing a full team. So you'll have we've got it. The the Bruyne. De Bruyne company no company's injured again oh is he He gets. he's been injured 33 times over the past four years or something has he got fragile legs well obviously oh look it's raining yeah so that's my kind of that's the round I think that's the ones that are going to be most interesting next week um, and Leicester play Chelsea away so it's the previous champions welcome, welcoming the new champions 
Yeah, it doesn't really matter though that game, does it? Nope, not one not bit. The slightest. Not one little bit. So yeah, so that's about that's about everything, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. Um, I think that episode went better than we expected, considering we're both incredibly hungover. We and, did go out last night. Yeah, and um, almost didn't record. Just <laughs> yeah, almost just at pizza just, and yeah. just watched film trailers. So thanks for listening. Hopefully, it was. I feel as if we we didn't talk about everything to do with football this week, but. Nice, like, nice little episode. Yeah, it's good. It was a bit more back yeah. and forth. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be doing next week. We'll be doing a season roundup in a little bit more depth. Uh, talk yeah. about a couple of other things because there's a couple of stories that we missed, like John Terry retiring and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and then also we're going to take take chart of Connor's journey from halfway through this season when we started it until what he knows yeah. now about football. So all that to look forward to. And then we'll also give you a very exciting preview of um, next season where we. Make up some things that have happened by the time we start. There'll be, what, a month's worth of games by the time season two starts? We'll see. We'll see with that. So, yeah. thanks so much. But, yeah, uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. What, what Football Pod. What Football Pod. Um, we don't have a Facebook, so don't look. Also, don't have an Instagram. Don't look there. Just Twitter. Don't have a Pinterest. Don't really have much. We will have a YouTube soon, though. If you would like to... Um, go for any archive that you might have missed and because, a whole set um, of things because of the way it is. How much time have we got? Let's we wrap got, this up. Should we wrap this? Let's I just want to wrap. bore the listeners just let's a little bit. I'm going to bore the listeners a little bit. So we've had to switch hosting several times because of uh, terrible things. But that's why we only ever have four episodes up. So to counteract that and also not have to pay for a great deal for hosting, we are going to be uploading the archive to YouTube where we will hopefully also upload some other content. Um, and that'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Danny's bored shitless, but I feel like you should know. The channel will probably be called What is Football? Maybe what for Paul Pod if I get bored. I could probably keep speaking here. I might do an Instagram. That could be quite <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>